This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Teachers up in arms. They are either updating their wills or they're making their wills. And the 24-year-old COVID-19 patient. Can her voice ever get back to normal after 79 days in the hospital? I was so sick, I almost didn't make it. Then, outrage over the wild pandemic party. This guy visited his ailing mother in the hospital after the party. And... How safe is mass transit during the pandemic? We swabbed and tested subway cars for COVID-19. What we found on surfaces that so many commuters are touching. The exclusive results are in. Then, first Ivanka, now the president. Goya, oh boya. Are you kidding me? Plus, little Captain America. Captain America here, how you doing, buddy? The boy who saved his kid sister from a vicious dog attack. Your sister is so lucky to have you as a big brother. And the mom who confronted a woman on the beach for wearing a skimpy bikini. Those are my boys. They're staring at your which is hanging out. Plus, home invasion. It's a bear. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is a growing consensus. Wearing a mask makes everyone safer. Meantime, in Florida, where there is a surge of coronavirus cases and no mask mandate, public schools have been ordered to reopen for classes in the fall. And some teachers are engaging now in a very different kind of school prep. As Jim Murray reports, they're making their wills. Teachers across the nation are fighting back today against calls to reopen schools. They say they're scared to death, and some are even preparing wills in the event they die from COVID-19. Our teachers are scared more than I've ever seen. We have teachers that are making decisions to retire, uh, change their professions. We've even had reports that uh, teachers are filling out wills. One third of all school-age kids tested for COVID-19 in the state have tested positive. The White House continues to push for the reopening of schools. Science is on our side here, and we encourage for localities and states to just simply follow the science, open our schools. Some hospitals are calling in the U.S. military to help deal with the surge in pandemic patients. Here at Eisenhower Health in Rancho Mirage, California, the reinforcements arrived today. 21 doctors and nurses from the Air Force. Doctors here tell me they are simply overwhelmed and there is no sign of the surge slowing down. This is actually a Department of Defense team that is coming, active duty Air Force military personnel 
that are coming to help us. So it's almost like a military operation, literally coming in to help the hospital. It is definitely a military operation. As mask wars rage on, more and more states and businesses like Walmart and Target are making masks mandatory. On the flip side, Fox's Laura Ingram argued the scientific evidence supporting masks is open to dispute. I'm not discouraging anyone from wearing a mask, but the world is full of experts who got big issues wrong, isn't it? Georgia's governor is actually forbidding local authorities from mandating masks in their cities, leading the mayor of Savannah to say this. It appears we're fighting coronavirus with one hand and fighting our own state with the other hand. And a young Texas woman is sharing her COVID survival story today. 24-year-old Paolo Castillo was hospitalized for 79 days. I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, like, am I going to make it through? As you can hear, her vocal cords, damaged by the ventilator tubes, have still not fully recovered. She has this message for other 20-somethings who think they're invincible. You're not just putting your life at risk, but you're putting your family's life at risk. NASCAR fans became the first sports fans allowed back in the stands. 20,000 of them were seated in small groups spaced 10 feet apart at the Bristol Speedway in Tennessee. That's one-fifth of capacity. YouTube star Jake Paul has made a name for himself doing dangerous stunts, but now he's being accused of putting scores of other people at risk holding a massive party without any apparent regard for the pandemic. And now the mayor of his California town is letting him have it. More outrageous footage is emerging from an out-of-control party at a mansion in California. The new video shows partygoers precariously dangling from an excavator, then falling to the ground. No one is wearing masks or social distancing. The party, held at YouTube star Jake Paul's mansion in Calabasas, lasted all day and into the night. Jake Paul's friend, Armand Izzati, who's a social media influencer with 1.1 million followers, is behind the wheel of the excavator. Take you right, and then I'm gonna take you left. In a shocking twist, after the party, he visited his sick mom at the hospital. He even posted this photo inside the hospital room. And how's this for irony? We're clapping our hands for healthcare workers and first responders worldwide. Izzati posted this video back in May with Jake Paul thanking healthcare workers for putting their lives on the line in the war against COVID-19. Now it seems like they couldn't care less about those hardworking doctors and nurses. Today, the mayor of Calabasas, which is home to celebrities like the Kardashians, tells Inside Edition she's outraged. I was very disappointed to see the footage and to see that a party like this would be taking place during COVID. Put a mask on and help show people what we need to do to get out of this mess. And if you're among those concerned about using public transportation during the pandemic, you're not alone. But how safe is it? Inside Edition swabbed various locations on the New York City subway system. Stephen Fabian has the results. As commuters return to mass transit to get to work, many of them are wondering, is this safe? Here in New York City, hundreds of thousands of commuters are now riding the subway. Most people are wearing masks, but we did still see plenty of riders without them. So could the COVID-19 virus be lurking in these cars? We decided to put them to the test. Wearing protective gear, we carefully swabbed and collected 32 samples from subway cars across New York. We swabbed just about everything you can touch, handrails, touch screens, seats, and subway poles. We also tested the air vents above your head. 
Then we sent the samples to IEH Laboratories in Seattle, Washington for testing. So what did our tests reveal? Well, we've got some pretty good news. Despite the fact that New York City was once considered the epicenter of the pandemic, not one of our samples tested positive for COVID-19. These results are great. We shared our findings with Dr. Jack Caravanos, a leading expert on environmental health. Are you surprised by our results? I'm actually not. I, I've been riding the subways recently and I've noticed a definite increase in cleanliness. And the fact that people are wearing masks and being very careful not to touch items is even better. In a statement, the New York City Transit Authority says given intensive disinfecting and cleaning of the subway system multiple times each day, it's not surprising that dozens of independent tests found no virus present. Although our tests came up clean, experts say that doesn't mean the crisis is over and we can relax. It's important that we continue to wear masks, especially in the subway, and thinking twice about handling any solid objects. It's estimated a billion people go through the turnstiles of the New York City subway system every year. First, it was Ivanka Trump. Now it is the president raising eyebrows for promoting Goya products. But is it really an ethics violation? President Trump's support for Goya products in the face of a boycott is causing uproar today. The guy's sitting on the Resolute desk with a bunch of Goya products. Chris Cuomo lost it on CNN. You tell me how a president in the middle of a pandemic has got time for this Are you kidding me? The president posted the photo to Instagram after his daughter Ivanka came under fire for posting her own support for Goya. Ethics rules forbid administration officials from endorsing products. The boycott of Goya, America's largest Hispanic-owned business, was triggered when the CEO praised Trump at a White House event last week. We're all truly blessed at the same time to have a leader like President Trump, who is a builder. Now the boycott is being countered by a boycott. This boycott is viral. I'm going to buy Goya foods and give it to my local food pantry. The White House tells Inside Edition... Only the media and the cancel culture movement would criticize Ivanka for showing her personal support for a company that has been unfairly mocked, boycotted, and ridiculed for supporting this administration. They had nothing to say about the president posing with the Goya products. Meanwhile, we're hearing more from the president's niece, Mary Trump, who has written a scathing memoir about growing up Trump. She tells ABC's George Stephanopoulos that the president, despite all his wealth, is a cheapskate. What was the first present you got? A three-pack of Bloomies underwear. Retail $12. From your uncle? And she describes an ill-fated attempt to ghostwrite Trump's 1997 best-selling book, The Art of the Comeback. She was fired. He sent you materials, though, right? It was almost exclusively about women he dated, women he wanted to date but wouldn't date him, not that he put it on those terms, um, women who probably because they rejected him, he uh, disdained. Mary Trump's publisher says the book set a record selling almost a million copies in pre-orders alone. Now the little boy who loves superheroes like Thor and Captain America well, it turns out he is a real-life superhero himself after risking his life to save his little sister from a vicious dog attack. 
Now the actor who played Captain America in the movies and some of his superhero friends are saluting him. Amber Cagliano has details. This little boy has proven himself to be a real-life superhero. He needed 90 stitches after shielding his kid sister from a dog attack. If someone had to die, I thought it should be me, the incredibly brave six-year-old says. The nightmare happened at a friend's house. A German Shepherd mix rescue dog ran after the children in the backyard. That's when the boy courageously put himself between his sister and the dog to protect her and paid a heavy price. Bridger Walker is now recovering at his home in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Here he is in his Captain America uniform, his four-year-old sister at his side. So what's on the iPad? This is a message for Bridger. He's watching this personal message from Chris Evans, who starred as Captain America in the Avengers movies. What you did was so brave, so selfless. Your sister is so lucky to have you as a big brother. What do you think, kiddo? I thought it was And the Avengers really are assembling to pay tribute to the youngster. I just want to give a shout out to a young kid named Bridger. Chris Hemsworth, a.k.a. Thor, is also sending a personal message. I know you're an Avengers fan, and so myself and all the team, uh, we'd be honored to have you on the team, mate, and, and we love you, and we're sending you our support. This photo of Bridger in a Spider-Man outfit was taken right after he got a phone call from Tom Holland, who plays Spidey in the movies. Octavia Spencer, who appeared in the first Spider-Man movie, tells Bridger, angel hugs for you. Your courage is, is beyond belief, and we are all so impressed by you. Bridger, we think you're a superhero, too. Now the latest incident of bystander shaming. This time, it's a mom asking a woman in a skimpy bikini to cover up because her sons couldn't stop staring. Now the mom is being criticized. I mean, get your covered. This is one angry mom. She shamed a young woman on the beach for wearing a skimpy bikini. See those big little boys over there? Yeah. Those are my boys. They're okay. staring at your which is hanging out in the middle of a public place. Do you need a pair of shorts? Because I have an extra pair. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, get your covered. That's what I mean. Now she's being called Thank Bikini you. Karen. Yep, meet the new so-called Karen creating a stir. Oria Miranda says she was enjoying a beautiful day when she was confronted at a lake in upstate New York. She spoke to Inside Edition reporter Allison Hall. Okay. What were you wearing? I was wearing a swimsuit. <laughs> Can you show it to us? It was this. No question, it was quite revealing, particularly from the back. The 24-year-old student from Mexico says she tried to deal with the situation in a reasonable way. Okay. Thank you. I don't need my there voice. Is there is a rule that say that? Yeah, yeah, there is. It's called nudity. You can't be nude on the beach. Oh, it's like this. This is a public place. She was angry because I was trying to be myself, because I was trying to do something that I love. Right, which is uh, making videos. Oria says she asked a worker at the public beach if her bikini was okay, and she was given the thumbs up. Will you wear that bikini to the beach or any other beach again? Oh, yes, absolutely. Ms. Miranda posted the confrontation on her TikTok account. It has received more than 3 million views. We'll be back with more right after this. Next, cops clubbed over the head. Was the attack planned? The shocking video as a car pulls up loaded with bats in the trunk. Plus Jennifer Lopez, shoe sales lady, and home invasion. It's a bear. 
Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Comeback of camping for the family. I'm so packed right now. I'm busy. Next Inside Edition. Americans fed up with being cooped up in the pandemic returning to the great outdoors. COVID isn't even on our mind right now. Camping during the pandemic. How you and your family can have a fun adventure and stay safe. Then, is your home air conditioner safe? Can it spread the virus? What you need to know. Next Inside Edition. Here's some proof bears don't ring the doorbell when they come for a visit. It's a bear home invasion. Get away. Watch as the beast shamelessly tears down a window screen in Lake Tahoe. Shoo! Shoo! Go away! The homeowner says the same bear has visited their home at least three times. Shoo! And speaking of brazen bears, this guy was caught on an indoor nest camera in Mammoth Lakes, California. He decided to use the front door, then quickly showed himself out. Bye-bye, Bear. Other news today, disturbing details about the violence that erupted during a march in support of police yesterday in New York City. Video has emerged which suggests that the attack on the cops was planned in advance. Was that brazen assault on high-ranking NYPD officers planned? Authorities released this surveillance video showing three men retrieving what looks like baseball bats from the trunk of a car. Those weapons are the same ones believed to have been used in the vicious attack that took place Wednesday on the iconic Brooklyn Bridge when pro-police marchers squared off against protesters. The shocking video zeroes in on this suspect who can be seen swinging at officers with a cane. You can see her climbing a fence and running to confront and whack at the cops. Reports say she has been taken into custody. The bike patrol rushed to the scene and in the aftermath, these high-ranking officers were left bloodied. The front page of the New York Post reads, Blue Blood. You just mentioned uh, the incident on the Brooklyn Bridge yesterday. NYPD Commissioner Dermot Shea was asked about the skirmish today on CNN. An anti-police sentiment and laws that certainly do not help the police. It is a toxic, toxic environment. The number of NYPD officers handing in their retirement paperwork is up more than 400% from this time last year. Still to come, Olympic champ Simone Biles flipping out. Plus Jennifer Lopez, shoe sales lady. Yesterday, we told you how Nick Cannon was fired from his VH1 show after making comments many thought were anti-Semitic. But there is one TV job he is not losing. Fox is sticking with Nick Cannon as host of the hit show, The Masked Singer. He is clear and remorseful that his words were wrong and inadvertently promoted hate. This was important for us to observe, Fox said in a statement. We are the true Hebrew. MTV fired the Wild and Out host after the TV personality went on a bizarre rant spewing anti-Semitic remarks from this now deleted video from his podcast. Cannon has also announced he's taking a break from his syndicated radio show. In a new apology issued today, Cannon admits he used hateful propaganda and stereotypical rhetoric that pained another community. For this, I am deeply sorry. And for Jennifer Lopez, it's all about the shoes. JLo stuns in this sexy photo wearing a racy black leather two-piece outfit with puffy jacket and black strappy heels, all to promote her affordable shoe line. And Simone Biles is flipping out 
Watch as the most decorated gymnast in the world attempts a double tuck, something she hasn't attempted since age 13. She's sure to be ready for the Olympics next year. Wow, no wonder Simone has four Olympic gold medals. And when we come back, it's a perfect time for a proposal. Finally today, he's a detective shot while on duty, but things are really looking up. A very happy reunion. This New Jersey detective was hospitalized for 11 days after being shot in the line of duty. All that time, his girlfriend couldn't visit him due to coronavirus restrictions. So what does he do when he sees her? He gets on bended knee and pops the question. That's definitely a yes. Congratulations to the couple. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.